Hi, this is Daniel Sandoval from the Sandoval Bench Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, news, stats, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from basketball to football to soccer and esports. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your phone to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. That's betonline.net. Thanks for joining me today. You're listening to the Sandoval Bench Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. So, you know, I made an episode earlier this week, but I realized I forgot to preview the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. So this will be a quick episode. I'm just going to uh, make my picks and um, preview every game this weekend. Um, so on Saturday, we have uh, Saturday we have the Jags at... Kansas City, Kansas City is favored by eight and a half. Uh, Jacksonville came back from that twenty-seven point deficit at halftime, um, held the Chargers to three points in the second half. Great uh, defensive showing from them. Uh, you know, Doug Peterson has been great with that offense, and so has uh, Trevor Lawrence. But you know, Kansas City. I, you know, Kansas City can make a Super Bowl run. Uh, Patrick Mahomes could easily win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, they have an easier way to the Super Bowl just since they're the number one seed playing at home. You know, which isn't crazy. Like, people can beat them at home. But I would have loved to see the Chargers against the Chiefs since the Chargers have beaten the Chiefs in the past or have been close. Those games have always been great. But uh, Jacksonville won the game. And uh, the line is kind of crazy to me, eight and a half. Um I do have the Chiefs winning that game. I'll take I'll take the Chiefs for sure. Uh Giants at Eagles. This line is seven and a half. Eagles are favored. You know, this is another divisional opponent. Um you know, they're very familiar with each other. Brian Dayball has uh a lot of confidence in his team. Daniel Jones playing himself into a massive contract, I think. Um, you know, against Minnesota, he he can also run the ball. He had what seventy-seven yards rushing. There was one drive where he was he ran like four straight times. You know he just kept running the ball, and, the, and Minnesota couldn't stop it. You know Minnesota didn't have a good run defense. Eagles defensively are a little bit better. They have good corners. Um, you know their uh, run defense is pretty good, and um, they might. You know the Giants might struggle, especially because you know. Daniel Jones is doing all this with, you know, they don't have a true number one receiver. You know, they have good receivers. You know, they have good weapons there. But, like, no one's really great on the outside, you know, besides Saquon Barkley is, like, the great piece there offensively. Um, Eagles, you know, we've seen the Eagles dominate uh, in the regular season. Uh, you know, they have A.J. Brown, um, you know, Devontae Smith, and they have great running backs. Um, you know, their offensive line has been good this year. Uh, you know, a lot of people were picking them to win the NFC East and Super Bowl contenders. I didn't personally see it, but here they are, fourteen and three. Jalen Hurts could uh, potentially win the Super, uh, not Super Bowl, the um, the MVP as well. 
um, also Super Bowl too, since they're the number one seed. Um, I just haven't seen you know this collection of talent together on the Eagles roster uh, do much in the playoffs, right? But you know you have Nick Sirianni doing a great job in his first year as head coach there in Philadelphia. Um, so I do expect. Also, the line for this one seems crazy to be two, seven and a half. Um, I would say the Eagles win by three, by a, a slim margin there. I think this clo- this game is going to be closer than a lot of people think. Um, I think the Giants are ready. No one expected them to have a good year. I th- I definitely took the under on on nine wins, uh, but here they are nine seven one in the playoffs, um, playing in Philadelphia, which is I think it's a winnable game for them. But um, I want to see how the Eagles play you know considering their past uh, failures in the playoffs most recently and then also whenever a number one seed gets that first buy you know that first round buy usually that divisional game we've seen it a lot where they lose that divisional game or they're not ready for the challenge I think the Eagles are ready they're well coached they're disciplined uh, Jalen Hurts is a great leader um, and he's having an amazing year so far I want to see the health of him make sure that you know He's able to still do the same things he was doing before. Um, so I have Eagles by three. This will be the marquee game here. It would be the uh, Bengals and Bills. I think this game should be on uh, on primetime. Not sure why it's not on primetime. Maybe because it's not the Dallas Cowboys. But the Bengals and the Bills are going to play their game that you know they didn't get to finish when Demar Hamlin went down, uh, who you know got released got released from the hospital. He's he's back home. He's gonna watch the game with, um, you know, with at home with the, with Bills fans and stuff, I guess, or family, because um, he I think he visited the facility too recently. So he seems to be back. You know, he seems to be good. I, obviously, he's not gonna play, but you know, he's it seems to not have any issues. He's up breathing on his own. He's out of the hospital. Everything's good there. Um, so now they're gonna replay this game basically that they were playing. Um, the Bengals were winning seven to three. And now you have the Bills at home, favored by five. Um, I, I guess I would make a more uh, estimated guess here if uh, who would win if they played the last game. Um, I would. I'm gonna just. I would pick the Bills. You know, uh, the Bengals do have their number. It's you know they've shown that they can beat both the Bills and the Chiefs in high pressure games. Uh, I'll just go based off my my preseason picks of you know conference championship game. We'll have Bills and Chiefs. Um, so let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bills. I think it'll be. I think this will also be a slim margin. I think it'll be three points. Buffalo pulls away. Um, the only thing I'm concerned is I'm really concerned with Josh Allen. Actually, his turnovers and he kind of forces the ball when he shouldn't. He kind of reverts back to his uh, early issues when he was a rookie and a, and a younger player, where he throws off his back foot. He's not fully planted, and he just kind of, just just kind of tries to throw it in there and uh, forces a lot of things, and that's how he gets a lot of interceptions. Um, doesn't you know read the defense all the way? We'll try to make a quick decision, and then you know instead of seeing the play develop, uh, so things like that I'd be worried about, and then. Um, I'm not really worried about Joe Burrow. I think even if he has turnovers, he he tends to bounce back really well with the turnovers. Um, the only thing I'd want to see, uh, you know, develop with them is the running game. You know, that passing game is going to be there. 
But with Buffalo's defense, the only thing the only thing I'm worried about is, you know, in big moments, they kind of, you know, they're a great defense. They were ranked number one last year and I think the year before. But in big moments, they kind of fall apart, you know. Like there's a lot of moments where they don't shut down the opposing quarterback or running game when they should. It's like they're good throughout the whole game, but then in those big moments, they, they kind of come up short. Like they like last year against Kansas City in the playoffs, they came up short there. You know their defense should have stepped up there and and stopped ended the game basically, but that didn't happen. Um, so yeah, I I think the Bills win that one um, barely. That that one's really a pick'em game to me because um, personally, I think the three best teams in the AFC are the are Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs. Obviously, it's a it's a three team race. No other team has another chance. Um, I mean, sorry Jacksonville, but. Even if it was the Chargers too, and all year it's been, it's been those three teams. Even with the early struggles by Cincinnati, because uh, you know you had the issues with Lamar Jackson and and the Ravens, and then, I mean, we never know what's happening in the AFC South, and then, yeah. So, uh, last game here we have uh, Dallas at San Francisco or at Santa Clara. Um, this is a rematch of last year's wild card game where San Francisco was playing in Dallas and uh, Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott decided to run a draw with like 30 seconds left or something and the clock kept running and they lost the game and every they were trying to spike it. It was a whole bunch of stuff. They didn't have a chance to throw the, the ball in the end zone um, to end the game. So... Um, they lost, and then this was when they, they created all the Dallas Cowboys fans like crying memes or whatever. Um, so for this game, it's different though. Um, I don't know why the line is three and a half. Like this is the closest line out of all of them. Like even Bengals and Bills is is minus five, which I mean that that's a it should be closer than that one. And then yeah, you have Giants, Eagles, seven and a half, Jags. Chiefs eight and a half, but Cowboys and Niners is three and a half. I think this game is not going to be the closest game at all. Forty Niners, uh, their defense is head and shoulders above Dallas's defense. Um, they can shut down their running game. I mean, I'm Dak Prescott has struggled against lesser defenses. He's been throwing a lot of interceptions. He hasn't looked comfortable in the pocket at all. He seems like he's like either plateaued or regressed. One of those things. Like he hasn't gotten better. Um, so I'd be as a Dallas Cowboys. If a, as if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, I'd be worried about Dak Prescott's uh, turnovers. You know, and Nick Bosa coming on the outside and sacking him three, four times on Sunday. Um, they're def- they have some weapons on defense too, right? You know, Micah Parsons. Can he get to Brock Purdy? Probably. You know, he's one of the best defensive players in the NFL, probably, you know, but uh, just how often, if it's not early in the game, you know, cause I think that would be their game plan is just to try to rattle Brock Purdy early on and just make him uncomfortable and make, make bad decisions. Cause if he gets comfortable early, like it's over, you know, he's going to dice that defense up. But um, for the 49ers offensively, you know, I mean, you have, you have a great offensive line, and then you have a lot of I mean, Elijah Mitchell's back healthy. He had two touchdowns last week. And then you have Chris, Christian McCaffrey in the past game as well. And then, you know, you could always run it with Debo Samuel or um, Kai Juszczyk, the fullback. And, I mean, everyone's healthy. 
you know, so it's great. You have George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and then everyone on the defensive side of the ball is healthy. Um, I just think there's no weaknesses here with the 49ers this year. And I just think they're head and shoulders above any other team in the NFC playoffs right now. Um, and Dallas is, I think, the weakest opponent left in the NFC. And essentially, it's the 49ers versus the NFC East because you have the, the Giants left, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. No other team in the playoffs, no other division, I should say, in the playoffs has more than one team left. So, uh, or more than one team. So all all the teams besides the uh, the Washington Commanders have a team in the playoffs in the NFC East. So, um, yeah, and I and I like the 49ers' chances against all the teams in the NFC East, including the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, but so I think the Cowboys line, I think that one should be a minus seven favoring the 49ers. Um, especially the, since they're playing in Santa Clara, um, they don't have the, the home field advantage there, but even with the, if, even if Dallas had the home field advantage, I would take, um, I would take San Francisco, but Sunday is going to be fun for me though, because I have, so I have tickets to the Warriors game at five 30, um, the 49ers play at 3:30, and then we'll have the uh, Bengals and Bills at noon. So it's just going to be a good long sports day. That's why I would like the 49ers to play at 12, so that I can watch the full game all the way through, and I can go to the Warriors game at 5:30. But I'm fine with this because I have I have two hours. You know, Niners game starts at 3:30. I have two hours, and then gets the Warriors game. Since we're in San Francisco, they'll probably show. Um, the Niners game in, in the Warriors arena. I imagine they'll show it at Chase. So that would be cool. And um, yeah, so it's going to be a good uh, good sports weekend for everyone. I work on Saturdays though, so that kind of sucks. I have to watch I have to watch the games on my phone at work basically, which I'm fine doing because I, I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's retail sales. So I could kind of zone in, zone out, whatever, do my thing. Uh, but yeah, that's it for the uh, divisional preview for the NFL playoffs. I completely forgot when I did my episode. I'm like, after I uploaded the episode, I'm like, wait, I didn't even talk about the the games that are going to happen on um, on Sunday. I just said, oh, we'll recap the game on Monday or whatever. Uh, oh, and then I want to recap the um, I forgot. I want to recap the game for the potential last game for uh, Tom Brady. Um, he played. Uh, they played. They lost against the Cowboys, obviously. Uh, Buccaneers only scored 14 points, giving up 31 points to the Cowboys. Just um, quite the blowout there for the for Dallas. Uh, Tom Brady did not look did not look sharp at all. Um, no, two touchdowns, one interception, but he threw 66 times. He had 66 attempts. They only ran the ball. He had uh, he had Fournette run it five times, White run it seven times. Like they just have no run game at all. They rely too heavy on Tom Brady, and I think that's the issue. Like they're they're too heavy one way, as opposed to having a balanced offense. Like he threw sixty six times for for three hundred fifty one yards, um, yeah, and just two touchdowns. Meanwhile, Dak Prescott looked a lot better, twenty five thirty three, three hundred five yards and four touchdowns. Um, a lot of a lot of rumors, speculation about Tom Brady. Personally, I don't think he's retiring. He said uh, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna take some time or whatever. He hasn't really thought about it, so I just I feel like he's not playing in Tampa. He's probably gonna go somewhere else. But uh, you know, we all know the the list of teams. Um, San Francisco's on there for some reason. 
uh, Vegas, um, obviously Miami, because Miami was originally part of the deal to, to, to try to assign him because uh, Giselle lived in, in Miami or his kids lived in Florida, something like that. But um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with Tom. I don't think it was his last time, but there's no way he goes out like that, you know, losing 31-14 to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Um, have a good rest of your week and uh, have a great uh, sports viewing weekend.